This podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability, criminal prosecution, and the wrath of the tall man. <laughs> Boy! Thanks for checking out 90 for Chill, the podcast with Cat Bus Russ. This is where I like to give my disclaimer and trigger warnings. And I can't really say I think we get too nuts with this podcast about uh, Deadpool, which I think is pretty cool, with Andrew TD, once again, Couchman Bakes. Really, all I got to say is it's anime, so let's throw on a anime review right now, and then we will get to the rest of the show. 90 for Chill, the podcast, proudly presents to you Ali's Accessories Shop on Etsy's Trash Feature Review. <laughs> From acclaimed director Mamoru Oshii. Ghost in the Shell 2 Innocence. anticipated sequel to the film that defined anime. Hyper-realistic robots created for pleasure are in revolt. With the major gone, can Bateau stop the carnage? finally gotten around to Ghost in the Shell 2 Innocence from 2004, directed by the man who directed the first Ghost in the, the Shell from 1995, uh, Mamoru Oshii. This is a nice continuation. It takes a while to get rolling. Uh, we don't have a character like the major... Well, basically, it's just that this feature focuses on Bateau and his partner, Togusa. So Bateau was the Major's best friend in the first Ghost in the Shell. Togusa was the human, essentially, brought into Section 9. Basically, they've been partnered to figure out a case where new sex robots are mutinying, killing their masters, and then self-destructing. And it's a case of trying to figure out how these robots have gotten essentially ghost, dare I say, souls. The ending is very satisfactory when you finally get the... Well, I mean, now we're getting this spoiler territory. So it focuses on Bato, who wasn't really... Well, obviously it wasn't the folks the first film. It was Major Makoto Kusanagi, I think it was. He's trying to... Basically, his biggest issue isn't anything he's dealing with directly. Aside from getting hacked, you know, shooting up Yakuza bars. So a lot more action in this one, I will say. Not as graphic as Ghost in the Shell, uh, violence-wise, but a lot more of it. This got a PG-13 via the MPAA, or the MPA, I can't remember when they dropped an A, the ratings committee. This has decapitations, pretty nice and swift, but 
you know, there's blood to be had. So basically, I think this one got a PG-13 just because there weren't any nipples. Which was a weird move for the most part when it came to the first feature. But I digress. Yes, as I said, it's uh, Bateau and Togusa trying to crack a case. And it takes them into China, essentially. And we find sinister hackers behind this company creating these sex dolls and the mysterious reason why that no one is suing them over these murders. So uh, it's a real, I mean, at least it's a real, I would say, murder mystery or CSI, modern criminal television show type plot. And it's nicely concluded pretty fast in a hundred minutes. I would say that it does feel slow. It does get, took me two viewings to get through with it. Granted, I work two jobs, so being tired can happen. But it's got some beautiful animation nonetheless. And then there's some weaker side. They lean a little heavier on computer graphics, trying to integrate it in, which was the thing in the early 2000s, maybe in the late 90s. And sometimes it just doesn't feel that smooth. There are moments, though, where it works perfectly. Uh, but I will say, like, the opening credits are basically an ode to the original opening credits where you see the major's body essentially being constructed. So they try to do this time, but heavily on CGI, so it just doesn't feel very authentic. As I say, it does take a while. There's so much murder mystery, and then you even get some Matrix-type elements when it comes to understanding reality versus virtual reality. So it's definitely a Matrix sequel to Ghost in the Shell. That might turn a bunch of people off, but you get through it and you pay attention. I think it's really quite worthwhile. And I would have loved to see where uh, Oshii could have taken this franchise in a third feature. Instead, I'd say by 2005, we've gotten all the standalone complex, the cartoon, anime, television series, and it just went into a different direction. I think the um, director was really on to something, and I would love to see it um, pursued further. Hello there. Just a couple of things more about Ghost in the Shell 2 Innocence. It does have an obvious influence on the live-action Ghost in the Shell from, I think it was 2017, 2018 with Scarlett Johansson, which I think works. I'm saying it's a good film. I'm not saying it's a great film. And I understand why people aren't going to rush out to it. But it's not necessarily racist. It, it shouldn't have flirted with that, but I digress. So it establishes a lot of cool visual effects um, from the live-action movie, uh, which you didn't get in the first uh, film. And it establishes the bateau relationship with dogs which is expressed in the second movie in the live action movie so i just appreciate that the people who made the ghost in the shell live action movie did do their homework and then did some fan fiction little hand says it's time to rock and roll bring the noise Welcome to 90 for Chill, the podcast with Cat Bus Russ. This is your host, Cat Bus Russ. 
If you want to get an idea what the next podcast could be about, you can follow my letterbox. The username there is CM Darth, as in Cool Movies Darth. And this week, I am going to once again speak with Andrew TD at Couchman Bakes, the TikTok All Star. And we're going to discuss Deadpool using the rules of the Kessel Run. If you remember Solo, a Star Wars story, Han Solo was trying to act hot in front of a bunch of chicks. I should say confident, but I digress. And says, hey, have you ever met anybody who ran, made the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs? And then Chewie growls at him. And I think I explained it in the episode, but regardless. The point is, not if you round down. So... Deadpool from 2016 will be the topic of our conversation. We'll get into some BS wrestling chatter, of course, you know, mentioning some wrestler without mentioning him in honor of Colt Cabana. And otherwise, I think we're just going to have a good time, nice sit down. It's going to be close to a couple hours. And hey, it's always worthwhile with him on the show. And if you want to be on the show, you can... Send a message to an email, I should say, to rustthebus07 at gmail.com. That's R U S S T H E B U S 07 at gmail.com. Offer me a movie, a theme, a director, an actor. As long as we focus on sub 100 minute material, I think we're going to have a slice of fried podcast gold. Rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast apps. If you're listening to this via Podbean feed, just 90 for chill the podcast. I wouldn't mind if you switched over to 90 for Chill, the podcast with Cat Bus Russ. I know, it's a little bit of searching, but that'll get you here, and I can be free of the capitalist podcast game. Thanks for checking 90 for Chill, the podcast out, and enjoy your week. Hi, I'm Deadpool, the other jolly guy in a red suit with a lap worth sitting on, here to tell you happy holidays. In the spirit of this most festive time of year, I've decided to release my holiday cheer all over the world. How, you ask? Well, you naughty stocking stuffers, brace yourselves, because starting today, you're getting not one, not two, but 12 glorious days of Deadpool. The 12 Days of Deadpool starts now. Each day a new site will debut a tasty treat, and on the 25th, the sweetest gift of all, a brand new Deadpool trailer. So sit back, hold on to your ornaments, guzzle a little eggnog, at least that looks like eggnog, and prepare yourself because it's time for St. Wade to put the win in Winter Wonderland. <coughs> Deadpool in theaters February 12th. <coughs> what was that? Is that glue? All right, once again, Boomer uh, Siri goes and shows her disappointment in us using this for podcasting instead of commerce. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I guess it's time to make the chimichangas. So uh, this is 90 for Chill, the podcast with yeah, with Cat Bus Russ. And uh, I was about to do the what's my name, but... <laughs> uh yeah so and uh we're gonna discuss deadpool which is 50 seconds too long i mean i don't think we really need to see you really have to stick around for uh deadpool jerking off a unicorn in uh in the credit sequence i mean i don't know why you'd leave the movie theater when wham's going on but 
exactly yeah but yeah so we're we're stretching the rules as i say this is a castle run situation which is the entire reason to justify the existence of han solo a star wars oh, no sorry solo a star wars movie the entire hey ever met anybody done the castle run in 12 parsecs <laughs> And then Chewie, not if you wind down, you round down. So, so this is a minute, uh, one, 100 minutes, 50 seconds, uh, which is funny because Ghostbusters is the first time we really broke the rule for the podcast. Yes. And that's only 45 seconds too long when you really stop and think about it. So, oh, yeah, did the, yeah, did the research one night. Don't. Man, I wish I had the more time to do the research, but uh <laughs> and uh well, I'm sorry to keep bullshitting about myself, my guest this week, uh friend of the show, uh quite the contributor, honestly, uh one couchman bakes, Andrew T D. Hello, everybody. Hello, and this was his suggestion, and he was a little uh, trepidatious because officially the runtime is uh one hour 48 I, I i checked it before i even submitted i was like i got you time because of your rules and everything and i i was actually like i don't use this word often but i was actually crestfallen when i saw that it was oh. too long because i was like oh no we got we gotta figure out something here because yeah um well i could have used to... i could have used new mutants like yeah but does anyone want to use New Mutants for anything other than an example of what not to do with a Marvel property? Uh, you see, I was a fan of New Mutants, honestly. I didn't I didn't hate the movie. I yeah. hated everything that surrounded the movie. The fact that, you know, I saw the trailer for it in 2015 and the movie didn't come out till when? 2020. Ta-da. Yes. Uh no, that well, I mean, you had the studio interfere well i think the trailer i remember seeing was 2016 um maybe that's when i saw it but yeah regardless it's like um studio backed away from it like we can't do an x-men horror movie or were they leaning into wanting to do an x-men horror movie uh yeah so 20th century fox didn't know what they wanted to do with it and then once disney finally purchased them they didn't know what they wanted to do with it so um, but uh, a lot of fans of Anya Taylor Joy in that movie. She she was she was a bright spot in that movie. Um, I I think the acting overall wasn't bad in that. Oh yeah, no, I like Macy Williams in that. Uh, that uh, guy from Stranger Things is all right. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Alexa. Uh, I think it's Alexa Braga. She she played the antagonist. I think that's how you say it. Yeah, right. Don't quote me. Yeah. Uh, there's a weird, there's a fun move. Well, I say fun loosely. Um, good Simon Pegg deep dive called uh, "Kill Me Three Times." I'm where not familiar with that one. It's an Australian movie. Simon okay. Pegg is a hitman in it, and and then there's just like a lot of uh, confusion. You had uh, which um, let's see, it's Liam is the lesser Hemsworth. Chris is the alpha. Yeah. Well, and then there's a third one. Yes, it's the third movie. one. It's the third one. He was really, really awesome in uh, Westworld. Big fan of the series there. Um, he's got the most pedestrian name. I, like, 
I mean, granted, Liam in, in the colonies, Liam is a pretty common name, but uh, we got really. I can't that. think of anything he's done besides Expendables two and um, the weird engagement relationship with Miley Cyrus. Oh, uh, she was in. He was in the. Um, he was in the Hunger Games. As the, uh, not to say you should watch the Hunger Games. Like, yeah, the first three movies are okay, and then it just gets like. Uh, Luke Hemsworth is the remainder. So, oh yes, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, Luke's. So a lot of good. Like, uh, I think Brian Davidson, the guy from Cocktail slash FX, is in it too. Mm, I mean, okay. I was a it was a Red Box rental, and honestly, oh, sure. pretty honestly, kind of forgettable. But you know, Simon Pegg is a hitman, and it's definitely should should have sold a lot of people on it. Like. So- they did this with Hot Fuzz too. I think that's what the best thing about Simon Pegg is. Simon Pegg and insert anything traditionally macho. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah, no, most definitely. So that's um. But let's see. So I ended up taking a lot more notes on this. So I did uh, last week. I had um. So it worked. Uh, you know my work schedule, obviously. Yeah. As we finally met in person at uh, yeah at my uh newest job so um but uh but uh yeah did fit in the zombie land podcast thought that went pretty well but i didn't have a lot of notes on that honestly like okay and like yesterday last night like okay usually it's like okay well i was going to watch deadpool this morning was the plan <laughs> uh yeah mornings on my only day off of the week <laughs> don't exist um but it's like oh and then um, one of my managers banned, which, you know, uh, was doing the did, had like a single release party at the Rose Bowl last night. And it's like, mm. all right, can't fit it there. So um, let's see. Uh, yep. So let's see. Um, so I honestly should have led with uh, our conversation about just before getting ready for this podcast. <laughs> uh so you said you know sent me a message and we're still on for 3 p.m and then i just composed okay i'm watching it i mean cramming it in right now and it's like ah should i be more specific cramming dp in right now and you respond with love the pun it's like oh shit that was so good <laughs> like, yeah i mean that, that, I, that, I, was a per- that was a perfect deadpool style uh, quip yeah definitely so this this indicates the influence of the movie so um so i guess zombie land doesn't quite have the influence i think i think we basically said zombie land was the ghostbusters of this 20 of the 21st century yeah i mean you know because you would expect some similarities because they were written by uh, Paul Rhett, Rhett and Reese, something or other. Something like that. Yeah. I didn't think too much about the writing because uh, Ruben Fleischer yeah, but... was like, this was his only d- undisputedly good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh. they, yeah, they both, they wrote both of these films. Uh, and it's just, I mean, Ryan Reynolds obviously came in and helped with a lot of the Deadpool stuff. Being, yeah. Because oh yeah! At, at this point, they're really one and the same, even in the comic books. Because there's so many references made to Ryan Reynolds in the comics, right? You yeah, know, the, what was that? Well, I think my favorite one is I look like Ryan Reynolds was bit by a radioactive shark. Pay. 
uh, I don't know if you said Ryan Reynolds now that I think about it, but somebody being bit by a, yeah. a radioactive Sharpay. Um, but yeah, it's so I was basically saying that Zombie Land's kind of the Ghostbusters just because yeah. the characters don't actually change. There's no journey. It's just, eh, let's laugh for 90 minutes or 100 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 45 seconds. Uh, okay. So, but uh, with Deadpool and of course all the references and of course, making a double penetration joke inadvertently. Uh, shot of Malort. It's like, this is the first time I got him to get shit-faced during a show in God knows how long. Oh, wow. It just doesn't feel right doing it when I'm drinking scotch, but... <laughs> so, uh, it's one of those, like, of course, they made a big deal in the marketing early, so I was talked to my uh, one of my best friends in uh, Peoria when he was bartending and they he brought up like oh i have no worries about deadpool this translation because it was based around the uh viral marketing and this it, what he was talking about was the uh, not the leaked footage which right. wasn't, wasn't really leaked footage it was just reynolds <laughs> throwing the pitch out there yeah um the mario lopez interviewing ryan reynolds yes and like oh i'm so glad it's gonna be a pg-13 rated movie <laughs> You want to appeal to the kids and eventually Deadpool goes and knocks out yeah. Mario and says, don't worry. Can't remember the name of Slater's girl. and Jesse. Jesse. Yeah, don't worry, Jesse. He can't hurt you anymore. Yeah, I thought that was a nice touch. So, but I don't know. Like, after you get Once Upon a Deadpool, I did see that in theaters and it's like, and just our looseness on what you can get away with as long as you bleep something. Bleep something, less blood. Right. Stuff like you know, little things. Right. It's kind of like, and I think Deadpool definitely needs the violence, but there's not a lot of obscenity. Like, Deadpool, I, I was reading Deadpool comics before I saw the movie. Not a lot of mm. curse, cursing in it, so it's kind of like... No, but they, I mean, they, they do have a generous splint spl- yeah. Take two, a generous spr- sprinkling of the f bomb in this movie from all from characters, not just Deadpool. Oh yeah, right. But I'm they just never, saying he he, he wasn't they, really they use that word in every connotation possible. Yes. No. This is a Scarface situation. It's a learning experience yeah. you, for those for those kids out there. Like, um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm. You know, just your typical white guy. So I don't. So Scarface's influence is more of an ironic thing, I think, to the uh, millennials and Zoomers out there. Instead of mm-hmm. a like, no, this was something important back in 1983. And granted, I was only three when it came out, but I, I do hang on to my just at the end of Gen X status. <laughs> <laughs> and never, never mind living in downstate Illinois. Like everything's five to ten years behind, so it's like oh, yeah. I, most millennials down here are Gen. I mean, first half of millennials are Gen Xers essentially. I would say the town I'm from in Indiana, we've just crossed into the 21st century this year. Well, that's because of the daylight savings time thing. But I live in I live no. in um uh, oh I live in the Eastern time zone. That's where I was from. Right, I know, but I'm just saying, like, uh, there was always that weird. I mean, you have that. 
math, but then they didn't do daylights for a while. So I was confused because yeah, always... I, I actually grew up. I, I kid you not. I grew up about a mile from the timeline. So mm-hmm. it was, yeah, if I had wanted to drive to this town 20 minutes away, it was an hour behind me. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I did that once through that screwed me up once. when I was trying to see KMFDM in Indianapolis. Mm. Uh, really. I got to see KMFDM set and I don't think that was one of Ogre's strongest sets. He was, op- he was opening for him. Uh, I think Ogre for the, non dark music guys is basically hell he's the guy he's the uh grave grave robber in uh repo the genetic opera mm. which i get a lot of people saying oh i want to do that one a lot of <laughs> just can never line it up so um but i'm just saying like there's a lot of violence in the deadpool comics there's still a lot of violence oh, in sure. most comics but i would say marvel in dc have pretty much stayed away from excessive cursing from my yeah. experience so that's why i'm saying like eh, we could you know we could have probably sold it to the kids and which excuses deadpool 3 because disney's obviously not going to release an r-rated i oh contraire mon frere ah. kevin feige himself has said we going for the r okay so well i mean we got what, it's supposed do to be I a... think it's going to be as a graphic of an R as the other two? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But they're they're going to push the line just enough to get the R to keep the fanboys happy. Yeah, but still make that Disney money, right? And I think they've actually lined up a bunch of. Um, I, I mean, I don't want to sound you know um, insulting. Uh, female writers, though, I think it was, or at least that was the initial proposal. I think they. I I, I do believe that they have added some names i do not know i apologize yeah Yeah, i think they are uh, yeah i think they are gonna add a few more writers to the staff but that that doesn't bother me no no it doesn't bother me at all as long as they say true to the the spirit of the character i don't give a damn who writes it well and i think it's actually if anybody's going to have a great understanding about how to make deadpool palatable it's women who love comics yeah and uh yeah no i'm all for it i was actually trying to do a little research what was lady deadpool which is just a parallel be- un- parallel yeah, universe I believe, yeah i believe it's a, i believe it's just like you said parallel universe where deadpool happens to be a lady yeah Wanda wanda wilson yes which is like oh well now now it's just gonna go me on a tangent like oh you know and obviously it's wrong, but it seems so much simpler when we always just presumed like um, when somebody went um, con- uh, converted from one gender to the other that and it's I guess I don't want to mock uh, Elliot Page, but it's like, sure. oh, El- Ellen, the masculine is Elliot. Um and that's not that's not how thing you know that's not how things typically work. It's just like oh, um, don't even want to get into the Family Guy angle on that one. No, I don't think they wanted to do that honestly. Yeah, so um, I'm just saying it's like, well, I guess no, I guess the problem is more of the association with uh, uh what is shoot. 
getting myself into a lot of things. Like, I can't remember. So I guess that really just says how well it worked out for him. I'm sorry, for her. The uh, govern- the gubernatorial run in California didn't help Miss Jenner. But no. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no. So n- enough about talking about ironically X-Men. So okay, okay. You, if you, I, if you I, can, I see what you did there. Yeah, if we can, if, yeah, if you can nail the segue, it's <laughs> it's gold. All right, so yeah, okay. Enough with the PG thirteen. I'm just saying, like, would I want this PG thirteen? No, not at all. No, no. It's but it's like, uh, I guess it's my nephew being a hockey player. I really want to show him this movie just for the Zamboni sequence. Yes. Yeah. It, that that brings the door my favorite thing is like they did like four montages in this movie the zamboni scene being part of one of those mm-hmm. montages and i think they are all done so well to tell what they were trying to tell in that three minute chunk of montage right oh i mean this movie's first act is a hundred is well sorry is one hour five minutes yeah essentially like it's the origin story there's Mixed and, with a really great action set piece. Right. Uh, but I'm just saying, it's like, yeah, then the second a- act happens once we, uh, you know, Wade gets dropped off at Al's place. And yes. And it's like 15 minutes. Okay. Yep. They kidnap Vanessa. And, and let's hey, let's wrap this turkey up, you know? Yeah. So I guess that might make it the best origin story. I, I really enjoyed the origin story because, like I said, it, it was interjected with the bridge fight scene. Mm-hmm. So it didn't feel like your typical, we have to start here, wait for all this stuff to happen, and then we get our hero guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly. like I'm this looking movie... at you, Spider-Man 1. <laughs> well, s- s- yeah, no, Spider-Man, and I love Sam Raimi, but. It yeah. took a long time to get that Spider-Man suit on screen. Right. Well, I'm just saying it's like, oh, well, it was the first. It's like, no, X-Men did it two years earlier. So, yeah, no excuse uh, for that, which honestly, I think Marvel really did something great uh, with uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man. It's like, I mean, yeah. as, as as much as I, I get how pivotal it's the cornerstone, the entire Spider-Man character, the whole Uncle Ben stuff is by the time that those movies come out we'd seen it yeah a lot. so right so it's um and honestly a lot of podcasts have told me yeah oh it's gonna be great after no way home and i have not seen no way home but like oh and oh. it's back well it's just like i hear them say oh it's back to peter not knowing you know peter just being peter parker he's got to start from scratch and it's like I don't know if I wanted that. If that's how the I don't I don't know if I wanted that, but I'm not gonna hate it. Uh, I don't know. Um, well, I gotta watch No Way Home. If it wasn't for because um, I did not see honestly, Sam Raimi's Spider Man was the only thing I saw from the franchise. I, never I have got, not seen either of the um, Andrew Garfield ones either. Ne- didn't see any of that, and I never got around to Spider Man two, and then uh, just the word of. And I would say, oh, emo Peter. It's like, no, I, I was out on three once I heard they're lining up three villains. 
I watched it and it was one of the very first movies I walked out of in a theater just being like, what the hell? Okay. Did not leave it. Yeah. I, I, a lot of ones like I'll start off feeling really good about it. And then eventually like the rose colored glasses will fade away. And then yeah. I realize, no, Green Lantern was a horrible movie. Oh, well, you see, that's just an interesting state, statement because I've never walked out of a movie. I've never I, walked I, out. But okay. I mean, when I, I mean, when I let when I let walk out of the theater, I oh yeah, it. no, no, no. The first time, like my friends were saying, "Oh, this is awesome," was Swordfish, and I'm walking out with them. It's like, no, one you there, waste. There was only, there was only two reasons I watched that movie. Thank you, Halle Berry. Right, but you could have gotten that like what if wasn't wasn't she showing him off in the last boy scout but i don't know negative negative ghostwriter she was just in very skimpy laundry swordfish was the first movie she ever did nudity for and they had to pay her a butt ton but that's kind of weird because she won the oscar that year for monsters ball and that's like which which was the second movie she did nudity in but that that was kind of like in it like that's something i've always bitched about sex scenes like nudity, I'm all for. Like, sure. Yeah, throw it, throw it in wherever you want. Like, uh, no, I mean my script for Main Event of the Dead. It's like we start with a, we start with a bunch of independent wrestlers arguing about my theory that, at least when I was a kid, I could not differentiate between Kurt Russell and Jeff Bridges. Okay, I can see it. I can see it. Right, and I I made an entire like. This is my like a virgin scene, essentially. Gotcha. Uh, from uh, Reservoir Dogs, and then my characters I name all after colors as well. So it's I do right. my best. Like this is you know it's yeah it's a no budget movie. This is like I quit writing my indie wrestling dramas about my life, my experiences. Like, yeah, no, I haven't died of a heart attack in the ring, but it was like. It's tough for me to rewatch The Wrestler just because of my experience in the sure. business. Um, and it's like, yeah, I've had that that discussion. and uh, But, you know, so we go through that and then it's like, oh, end credits. Well, opening credit sequence. Oh, we're going to do a montage. We're going to have strippers and everything. <laughs> like, sure. Because the entire premise is a bunch of nobody independent wrestlers have been conned into wrestling zombies. No, there no, yeah. Sorry, pro wrestlers. No, no chestnut. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, pro wrestlers versus zombies, a movie that I think I beat screenplay wise by a half a year. But nice. no, you know, I don't have any friends, so there goes the entire like but that was like you know, uh like I, I made it clear that I wrote this movie. Like, do I have a lawsuit? Uh, no, I'm not gonna do that. I don't want somebody like going back through the podcast and saying, well, Russ claimed to have created uh, dead or alive. No, a 14 year old Russ Stevens sent Tecmo an idea for a video game in written in pencil. <laughs> I was 14. <laughs> like, but like, Oh yeah. The uh, Tina character. That ah, looks a lot like Vendela from the 1994 swimsuit issue. And Tina, oh, that's a short, that's a nickname for Christina, the girl I was obsessed with, which I got notes about that when we get there. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, 
don't know. As I say, I I lived a I had a great childhood. Uh, like, oh, I was officially a member of the Cubs organization for a day thanks to Milk Duds. <laughs> uh, I you know I came up with the video game. And people tell me, oh, you actually went through the professional wrestling career. How many people can say that? And how many people can check it out? It's like, yeah, but I could have done so much more with that if I, like, uh, I don't know. I went to my parents' last uh, week house last weekend, and there was a, to see the, um, I guess I'd say the Peoria Rivermen. I don't know if they end up moving the peak, and I think they'll be the Central Illinois Flying Carp. <laughs> like, they were, jo- they came up with those joke, that joke gimmick uh, this season probably because the city like the guy who manages the no i don't like sports there we can make more money selling live shows it's like then you have an empty arena 300 days a year so yeah i don't get that um it's like my mom washed some you know my mom still does my laundry (laughs) like and she saw my uh hot topic stinger jeans that were half black denim half coat uh a um red i don't know if it's it's not gingham um plaid yeah <laughs> you cannot wear this when you're around us <laughs> it's like, i go and show it to my little sister like you think these are that offensive she's giving me a look and like and my mom says oh that's somebody who didn't get enough attention when they were a child and i'm mouthing <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> so uh that explains my wrestling career <laughs> i i no i don't really blame them it's like there was a lack of a support system but um it's not necessarily their fault it's me not you know not being an outgoing person i suppose and then you got a lot of egos in the wrestling business like oh no we're working independent shows why would you want to move to philadelphia to train under cm punk or brian danielson Exactly. Like, uh, and I could blame my little sister too. Oh no, I need a roommate. Well, I guess uh, you know after the uh, our, uh, the original ROH owner got Chris Hayes. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that sounded like a good move at the time, but <laughs> took me another two years to find a good trainer. And then, same time, I'm dealing with heroin addiction, not my own. <laughs> so. Uh, codependency issues like in other words go get a therapist the moment you get a graduate high school you don't have to go all the time but you know bi-monthly is probably a good thing for anybody so all right enough about me so <laughs> uh but you know joking about the time wise like i think we could have got rid of that brief scene where we establish Ajax as an arms dealer, essentially. You mean the scene that basically they had a neon flashing sign, this is a bad guy because he's British, eating an apple, and there's guns. Right. And um, we know, I think if you're going to see Deadpool, like Deadpool had the advantage of having the smartest comic book audience anticipating yes. it. So, that's all I'm saying. Like, yeah, we didn't need like cut that scene out. Boom. I didn't hate the scene, but yeah, if, I mean, if any scene gets that, it gets thrown up on the chopping block in this entire movie, sadly, yeah, I guess it's going to be that one. Right. I mean, I guess you kind of like you'd have to rework the Dopinder introduction. Who, yeah. 
I mean, which credit to the sequel, they really did a lot to flush out the the characters they had from the previous one. Oh yeah, I loved Opinder's arc in the second one. It, 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 yeah, because I think because you see his reactions um, later in the movie when his cousin does get um, whacked when he gets rear-ended in the cab. Yeah, and you see he's kind of like mortified that it happened, but slightly like, oh, cool. And then the entire movie is just this bloodthirsty cabbie yeah. wanting to kill something. Right. I've want some more. Good thing yeah. I can't do. Good thing I the, can't the do. Cre- the creepiest Kirsten Dunn's. Curse Kristen? Kurtzen? <laughs> Kirsten? I, I don't know how you say No, no. Was. That was a Deadpool. That was a joke in Deadpool. Too. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. That's yeah. where I am. Yeah. yeah. I'm joke. So. Yeah. All right. So. And I did just make a note, like, again, trying to shorten the movie just by that little bit. It's like, well, if we had actually had opening credits, again, though, this is like this. This is a movie for smart. Yes. Nerds. And that and that opening credit scene of that movie, I would put up against anything ever made in the realm of trying to be a clever opening credit scene because you're just coming in second place now. Yeah, no, there's nothing that's. Only, and I would say, well, Deadpool 2 would be a close second, but we already saw the act. You know, we already established the act. Um, I thought there was more of a uh, John Wick influence in that one, but then it's like, I know the director did stunts in Deadpool 2. Yes. Like, but he wasn't like the stunt coordinator. He just like, oh. He was just there. Yeah. like Doing stunts. Yeah. Like, dude, you got, you just directed John Wick 2 the year previous. Like, yeah you're bored you're you're like you're and directing it had to be bored i know but you're directing the most exciting action franchise dare i say in history honestly with the john wick it, i i would yeah i mean maybe if you're a fan of like, like that 1970s hard boil stuff i guess you could go with the um bronson flick uh, they remade it with uh Bruce death Willis, death uh, wish Death Wish, the but Death there's Wish there's no heart behind the Death Wish series. No, well, no, because yeah. so, that that was again that was a sign of when it was made. Right. I like the Bruce Willis remake. I thought it was like it's it's a Death Wish movie. Like you didn't Eli Roth did not miss the mark on it. Right. I mean, it's just there's not there's nothing to the franchise. Like, like maybe if you could have figured a way to get Jeff Goldblum into that one, like he was in the. Like that was one of his first moot roles. Yeah. Um. So there's a. But um, let's see. Again, this is a movie that does support my anti-gun statement, though. Like, you saw what he did with twelve bullets, and he even brings yeah. it back up. You got three thousand rounds here. Well, we all saw what he did with twelve. Yeah. Like, eh. I mean, maybe, maybe not the. Uh, Maybe semi-auto since, like, eh. you, you know, I don't know if Deadpool could have got that done with pulling the hammer back. No, he definitely did a single action. No. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. Um, so, I'm just saying, like, all right, maybe everybody can have a Glock, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's one of those, like, I can't deny how cool, like, it's more of a discipline for, thing for me. It's like, 
I can't sure. deny how cool guns are. <laughs> it, it is just it's as it's a former firearm salesman. It is all in the safety in which you use the tool and the education of the people using the tool. And there are some dummies. Right, there are some dummies, but I can't, you know, like the power. It's <laughs> yes, um, which is just one of those like there's so many people who don't should not have said power <laughs> just oh uh, so that's uh let's see and you do have to like the the opening fight scene is like you gotta appreciate uh deadpool enjoying the little things because i mean he really taunted the guy he put the cigarette lighter into yes like you know he's laughing at him after he's kicked him out the hatchback <laughs> Well, then, you know, the, even when getting pummeled himself, he still, you know, gets his head pushed into the head, back of the seat in front of him. Yeah. Mm, rich Ooh, Corinthian leather. You know, he, yeah. Yeah, no, he never like, takes, he, he never misses an opportunity to be like, hey, funny. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Scorsese needs to direct an action comedy. Don't get me started on Scorsese and. Coppola and all those guys of his ilk. Well, Coppola's been pretty quiet. Yeah, but you know he thinks the same shit that, that old Marty's saying. Come on. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of in the Marty camp because oh, there's just way too much maximalist cinema, in my opinion. And I, well, I, well, I agree that the that we may be getting oversaturated with some of that stuff. To say that they're to say that comic book movies aren't even cinema. Oh, I, there's a lot, well, to say they're not cinema, that's a little extreme, but. I was saying, dude, get invested for, get invested for 10 years like I did, watch Infinity War, watch what happened in that, no spoilers, and then you have to wait a year for the resolution, kiss my butt, that pulled at heartstrings I didn't know I had. Oh, well, yeah, I don't know, it's like. You see, Back to the Future 2 and 3 kind of screwed that up, I guess. Since they released the movies three months apart. It, it, it was really quick. Yeah, and I guess they just didn't realize, uh, yeah, no, we're we're still selling the second movie. Why are you doing the third? And I guess the Matrix... Like the, second one, that, the second one, I think, barely hit VHS. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. Then, right. May, no, Gosh, that was still the time where I remember, like, oh, a year later, I finally get to get my copy of The Living Daylights, my first James Bond movie. Yeah, because, yeah, like, back in the day, it took, like, almost six to nine months for it to hit VHS, it, yes. and then usually around a year after it was released, year 13, 14 months, that's when you'd see it on, like, Showtime. Um, HBO, or Showtime, right. I kinda... now, within two, now, within two years of a movie being released, it's on FX. Oh, probably. On Tuesday even... afternoon probably even quicker now especially with the streaming like uh yeah i mean like i had to see john wick four in theaters just because like lions i'm not gonna pay pay for freaking epics i guess is the real reason but i don't trust them to do that like uh, i mean i kind of like when i saw the menu in theaters that was kind of like well i need to do something for the podcast that's why i'm doing it yeah i know in two weeks it's gonna be on some service something yeah um like if it's if it's disney warner brothers universal or paramount 
it'll be on some network six weeks after the original release. So, so I kind of like, like Lionsgate for not having a network. And then on the other hand, hate Lionsgate for not having a network. Like, uh, I mean, my last, uh, I said, yeah, wrote it in my blog and said it on my uh, John Wick, uh, nobody slash John Wick podcast. Nobody like can't talk about that movie enough with Bob Odenkirk. Like, like the opening, like ugh, just again, that's for another former thrill, you know, for a thrill seeker like myself. It's like right. I totally understand every element of that. And that's why I don't have kids and have a cat. It's like, I don't want to settle down. <laughs> I want the opportunity for violence at all times. So, is that a big Grogu behind you? Uh, yeah. Okay, I that's couldn't tell. Of, yeah, that's, that's one of the many giant Grogu's, or just Grogu's in general in this house. My wife oh, okay. is a fan. Yeah, that's just as weird because my ex-girlfriend that's like uh we didn't really get a chance to watch she wasn't really going to get invested in the mandalorian but she had a cat she called yoda and she always thought yoda was fun she loved it ask ask me how many episodes of mandalorian my wife's seen i'm gonna go under two zero oh yeah i i can't say she she just she just fell ploy to the social media marketing campaign of this character and the fact that he's cuter and cuter and i'll get out yeah i and that's just weird my ex like well it's not as cute as yoda she loved it and uh i'm a i'm a last jedi fan um because at least they were going to try doing something with star wars if yes um and then i hear like I am so behind. I have not watched any of Andor. I haven't watched Mandalorian three. <laughs> it's like, um, like it's just weird. Like, oh shoot, I have not figured a reason to not do a podcast some week. Like it used right. to be, skip the first day of the year, first week of the year, because for twenty twenty one, it was like, oh, I couldn't figure out how to set up the podcast correctly <laughs> until you know a week into the year. Uh, second year, I was in Florida, <laughs> and, uh, and I always skip my birthday weeks. And then it's like this week, this year, no birthday comes to me. <laughs> like, no, you can do it. Uh, and that's just basically because I like to shut off my Facebook just because I don't want to hear from everybody. Like, oh, it's his birthday. I better show I care. Right. Uh, yeah. Do you remember 2013 when I was going through my really depressed portions? <laughs> Could have used some likes and hug emojis then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's like, oh, I get two weeks I can just throw away. It's like, I'm going to see the Cubs in London uh, in June. Yes, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, it's like, of course, I'm going to want I want to I'm going to want to put something out that weekend, regardless if it's movie related. (laughs) So so it's just uh, nuts. I do need to like. I don't know. Starting a second job was not a good thing for the podcast, but oh, it's just uh, you know, taking the time to really play a lot of video games. Maybe, maybe once Fight Forever actually gets released, don't get. I just had this conversation yesterday. Don't get me started on that game. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm I, so mad. 
I don't know what there's to really be mad about. Like, oh, they don't want to f- screw this up. Like, people are well, saying the graphics yeah, don't but... look as realistic, and it's like, I don't want them to be that realistic. I want no mercy. So, well, I mean, it's not, it's not so much. It's just you know the fact they're hem hawing with the ratings board. Yeah, that and the rumors are hem hawing to see if certain individuals come back in June. We already know what's happening there. I mean, I think. I mean, you're not going to sell out Wembley without said individual. But I think they could. It is the hottest wrestling product in the UK. Yes. I know that. So, I mean, that's going to get you 70. The other 90, the other 26, it's like... Yeah, that's true. I might want to hedge my bet. And And... I don't know. Maybe that gentleman... I love the fact we're going Cabana here and not mentioning said gentleman's name. Hey. And gentleman's a loose bloody term with that guy. Very. Yeah. But look, I, I, I will give him all respect for his talent in the ring and his talent on the mic as a yeah. person. Cut sling load and we're done, boys. Right. We're, no, we're he's, your losses. no, he's a he's a he's a sociopath. And like he ha- he sold T-shirts saying that, yeah. Um, but it's like, dude, you're just jealous that you didn't actually do what you wanted to do in 2011. Like, you didn't change the world because you tried. Yeah. You wanted a paycheck. Yeah, I don't blame you. Like, yeah. I mean, you I never, eat, you know, I, I never wanted the work when I was a wrestler, my aspirations were strictly ring of honor, but right. If I got that offer, yeah, I'm well, taking yeah. it. Like that's, that's a secure six, should be a secure six figure deal, which it is yeah. not sadly, sadly, <laughs> but you know, it's like, yeah, that's just le- you know, don't change my lifestyle. Everything should be fine. That <laughs> That's insurance. And uh, yeah. So, uh, like maybe if he would have just approached it like Deadpool That's maximum just, effort right like yeah no no you could probably figure a way to pit, like make a cowboy joke in that no instead of like I'm just going to air all my bloody grievances no yeah. like dude and like you know I'm always like not be yeah, I don't know. I've met him. <laughs> um then you know eh. it's like it took me so long to meet the guy though. Jeez. Like he wasn't he wasn't signed when I was working the Midwest. That's all I'm saying. Gotcha. Like Cabana will give you the time of day, everybody the time of day. He is the greatest. <laughs> but I've heard that. Yeah. So uh no, Ace was an all right guy. Uh <laughs> Uh, but I've dealt with enough bitches myself who do a lot of biting. But I'd consider them still my best friends. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> but again, codependency issues. So, uh, all right. Let's see. So, the, uh, all right. So, Deadpool kind of came out just at the right time. Maybe it could have been a little later, like after the Marvel conclusion of the first three phases 
because it just does such a great job at taking the piss out of comic books. It really does, you know, to, and, to the and, whole super, to the and, whole superhero landing gag, and to yeah, everything and in the workshop, right? And and when you look back at it, no, it was the perfect time. This was after the, like, you were not going to get a better X Men movie than Days of Future Past. No, and, and uh, we didn't. And as it ended up, but I mean, so yeah, from that element, 20th Century Fox may have nailed it. Oh, well, then they did Logan, and I was about to say, well, we did, lo- lo- Logan, yeah. Logan gets its own little category for me. Right. Um, Which, again, like, maybe I have to go back and watch X-Men Days of Future, uh, not, sorry, X-Men's Origins Wolverine, because I, I'm just saying because that's how we're getting Deadpool 3 and everything. This just is Just because the relationship between... Reynolds and yes, for for those of you not aware, there is a Deadpool esque character because it's supposed to be, but it really wasn't. It doesn't yeah, and they, and they make fun of that all throughout this movie. Yeah, no, and it, and this is a, like this last couple of times because I had to watch it to see can I break the rules for this, and then as I say, cramming it the DP in before the show, <laughs> uh, before this recording, it's like. Yeah, this is where I really got to catch and appreciate all of the Deadpool esque. <laughs> yeah, no, there's an action figure. There's a joke there's about sewing his mouth, mouth shut. shut, right? So yeah, it's a uh... yeah, yep. All right, check mark that bit <laughs> in the notes. So. Yeah, after the first action sequence, though, it's like, I do have some good notes there. Okay, taking the piss. Like, I don't know. Honestly, that makes me further appreciate the idea of taking the piss out of comic book movies, superhero movies. Really makes me further appreciate Kick-Ass furthermore. Yeah. And I'd say Kick-Ass might be the best comic book movie. It's a really good one. Because, like... It's mocking everything, but it is based off a comic book. Yeah. Um, I think it's... I don't know if it is um, Image Comics that did Deathpool. Uh, no, sorry. Kick-Ass, but... I, I want to say... I, I think it is, but don't quote me. Right, yeah. No, I mean, I could go through my boxes of... I was a subscriber to Pro Wrestling um, Crate for a while, so I've got all my comic books and i don't have a lot but uh in those boxes like i could i could figure that out but uh let's see i mean as i got the movie again on in my peripheral as always it's like yeah we've just uh we're just introducing the ajax and angel and geez gosh darn it why do actors like (laughs) actors feel the need to go and state their politics yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't, you know, it's not that I don't agree with most actors. Uh, my father stated, well, they don't live like normal people. Hence, they can they can say all this stuff. This is true. But yeah, if normal people will actually follow through with what actors are suggesting, most actors are suggesting we might be in a better place. But is a former MMA fighter slash stunt woman slash actress 
question mark the person you really want to be taking your advice from no i'm saying not her i'm saying okay when the avengers everybody tried before the 2016 election to say oh yes yeah I mean, what did they threaten to do to Mark Ruffalo? <laughs> like, if you guys actually do this, we'll do this to him. <laughs> yeah. Like, that should have been an incentive enough. I don't get it. Bloody Jill Stein. That's actually the problem. Like, well, no, we're in a two-party system. The only way to get things done is to eliminate one of the parties. And then create a new one. Like, it happened with the uh, Whigs and Democratic Republicans, and then right. the Democrats and the Whigs, and then the Republic, and then no Republicans screwed everything up. <laughs> um, just going through history, there, you know, Democratic Republicans got rid of the Federalists, the Whigs got rid of the Democratic Republicans, Democrats got rid of their Whigs, <laughs> and then the Republicans, why can't they die? <laughs> I mean, geez, Bob Dole made it a long, bloody time. We thought he was too old back in 96. Yeah. So. uh, Yeah, but I'm just saying that's like a lot. I guess my problem with Carano is like, you're just being a contrarian. I don't know if you, yeah. actually, you actually believe in this stuff. You're just looking for your own fan base and it's like, I'm sorry, your Kara is not enough to like I mean, I've seen enough memes out there from Star Wars like, oh, here's a real strong female character and, you know, screw Ray. Like, right. Yeah, no. So this is the archetype of a Yeah. Carano played an archetype of what yeah. you what you want a woman to be. Ray was a character who got was being developed over movies. Yeah. Like, if she was Jin's sidekick the entire series, maybe. But, no, that should have been IG-11. and <laughs> well, That was just for pure comedic reasons. Right. Well, it's like, the only Funko Pop I've bought from The Witcher was the uh, Bard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Um, but here's a question with action movies. It's like, after John Wick, what are you feeling on flippy heroes? Well, you know, um, it kind of goes into back to wrestling a little bit with the flippy wrestlers. I think there's a place for flippy stuff and there's a place for not flippy stuff. Well, Ryan Reynolds has got a heavyweight build. Yes. Well, so it's like I don't need him doing these twisty flips. <laughs> I well, the fact that he does a handful of two, three twisty flips. I mean, real other than like a simple backflip or something like that. But like, the, like the corkscrews. Yeah, the corkscrews. I should say no. I I will backflip if I got a chance in a match to backflip. I'm backflip. Um, the but... fact that he doesn't do very many of them, and it does kind of fit the character. As yeah. Well. Well, no, the martial arts guy. Now, if he's doing the whole thing like a Young Bucks match, no. No. Well, and no, I guess that kind of brings me to Logan. You know, he was the ultimate X-Men action star just because. Right. Well, and granted, he couldn't exactly, he wasn't that talented a 
know, he was not the rookie up, upstart from Regina, Saskatchewan. Exactly. <laughs> he was, exactly. you know, he could heal and he was then given armor. So it's like, it's almost a overkill. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So, but it's kind of, I did have also the thought like, where's the Mark DeCasco superhero? Because <laughs> you could believe him anything like John Wick 3 and then, you know, only the strong, if you remember that Capra yeah. movie from the 90s. Yes, I, and, I vaguely remember that one, but I do remember that one. And I didn't hate Double Dragon. No. And I like Kickboxer 5. Anyone who says they hated Double Dragon. Yeah, no. They, it, they don't, one, they don't like fun, and two, they weren't a 90s kid. Well, true, but it's like, you know, yeah, there's no drama in Double Dragon, but it's basically a Marvel movie when you break it down like like that's that's just it and i think that's the scorsese and uh uh you know auteur concept when it comes to Mm. hating the superhero movie it's like really what kind of stakes it goes back to comic books i think there was a it was robot chicken uh dc special one it's like oh Oh, a green arrow is dead and I don't care. Why do you think we're here? Like, who has not died at some point? Yeah. It's like, so that, that really, there's no stakes in superhero movies. I mean, like, I guess the biggest, the opening to Infinity War were the biggest shit tears I would have shed for Loki and uh, yeah. Heimdall. Yeah. And where is Heimdall's series, man? I've been I've been saying that since Thor two. Yeah, we well, love this guy. Yes. Um, I mean Loki got his series after that, and I like, and I like I've seen most of the television. Well, I saw, uh, Captain America. I mean, sorry, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Good, and I watched Loki. Pretty good, and I'm sure. Oh, and I watched Wandavision. Like excellent yes uh i haven't gotten around like again it's a time thing for me like i really want to watch oh, yeah. miss marvel well, that, and fact, they, 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 that and the fact that every time you turn around there's another one yeah it is very, yeah i am so far behind on myself yeah no i like the fact like i don't like the fact that i don't get an annual star wars movie because that's what like after i got rogue one and then i got another star wars movie it's like this is yeah. what i want one movie yeah. a year that is Marvel's biggest mistake. Is like, yeah, they pump up, they pump out two or three series a year and two and two three movies. movies. Like, no, it's a lot. Yeah, attention span. Right. So, yeah. But thinking about action sequences is like, why haven't we come up with Kevlar bull caps? Because <laughs> I do remember the guy who gets turned into a kebab. Yes, but he takes a you know he takes like. Yeah, I suppose that's technically possible. That well, I mean, to be fair, the bullet did go through three other cranes. Right. Well, I thought he, I thought he may have been the guy who wasn't counting. Like again, then there's so much carnage; it's hard to keep right, track. Exactly. Which I guess okay, that justifies the R rating right there. It's like because you don't get to say there's so much carnage in a Iron yeah. Man movie. Yeah. So. so. Uh, okay. So. 
but yeah, Kevlar ball caps. I I don't know the science behind it. I know that I think it was brought up on Archer once with Kevlar bulletproof vest. When um I think it was during the uh, when Cyril ended up conquering the <laughs> a Central American dictatorship, and he took took around and it was like Kevlar vest. And later Pam jumps in front of Archer to save him from getting shot a few times. It's like. Oh, I just used that vest. You know, that's only good one time. Yes. And like, as a person who used to wear Kevlar helmets and uh, vests for a living, they're not comfortable in their heaviest shit. Well, I didn't say that was not going to be the case. <laughs> I didn't know if it was solely a comfort thing that's like, geez, if everybody was just wearing a Kevlar plate, you know, Kevlar right, right, right. in the front of their, uh, like, new era, get on that. <laughs> So, other things though, it's like when you think about the movie and the relationship to the X Men franchise. Not to say that you needed that relationship. I mean, I think they did. I think they did a pretty good job of it in the first one. Like, you know, if you've picked up a comic in the last forty years, you know who Colossus is. Yeah, um, that's so, you know, who was going to get us the one established character. Show us some, you know, show us the the mansion. Show us some set pieces. Show us the jet. Like we get it. We don't need a whole lot of extra fluff. We got it. Well, it's just one of those like I've checked out uh, Daniel Cudmore's filmography. Yes. Uh he played uh, Colossus in the X-Men The Last Stand and X-Men Days of Future Past. It's like he and wasn't X2. Yeah, he was an X2. Yep. He wasn't available, like well, yeah, well, it was the fact that they, at this point, they were still try- trying to keep the movies kind of separate. Right, Plus, and that's, that goes to the Deadpool, too. It's like, you couldn't have let at least let Vinny Jones voice the Juggernaut? To be fair, Ryan Reynolds did an excellent job voicing the Juggernaut. Oh, see, I did not research that far. I did yeah, not the, know. Yeah, yeah, Ryan Reynolds voiced the Juggernaut in uh, Deadpool, Deadpool 2, 2, and he was also the voice of Dopender's cousin when the um, trunk gets hit, the screaming here. That's well, that, that's, yeah. That's just it. This is like, I really was one of those haters on Ryan Reynolds forever. As much as I love the guy, I, too, can be put in that category and yeah, no, like, i will say aviation gin is good stuff i will never try it i don't like gin uh, the two times I, in my I, life i've gotten violently ill off drinking both of those included gin and no yeah no i'm i'm not gonna say it's better than vodka as they're trying to advertise but no because i love vodka oh oh that's the worst thing about working at a liquor store is like you leave and you make a vodka purchase and it's like you're working at a liquor store. Yeah. Like vodka is the most neutral, which is what it's supposed to be. Yes. That's why you, that's why you can do so much with it. Yes. But no, but no, aviator is a good, I just, it's just weird. Like American gin. It's like, that's like when I hear the phrase Japanese whiskey, I'm like, eh, Centauri is some good stuff. Oh, don't get me wrong; it's good stuff. It's okay. just like you couldn't find something else to call it. Yes. All right. Uh, me, me, but the on that conversation, it's like I really do need to get around to Haku vodka. 
I've not had that one. I've heard no, I haven't either. I haven't either, but it's like I think it's from the Centauri group. And it's like it's called Haku. Yeah. As a wrestling guy. Yeah, I, I mean I know Haku's Tongan, but it's like I mean like yeah, the Bizclis. I mean that's the reason why Tongans are still relevant. So Oh, actually, like I was saying, like when I got to the uh, my uh, manager's uh, band late la- late last night, it's like, well, I had to go and make some dinner, and then it's like, well, you know, my fire stick was the only thing that I could find dynamite on. <laughs> Tony, I was paying four ninety nine a month for my V, you know, and I used a VPN to watch it whenever I wanted to, right on, on fight, and it's like, yes, I know the ratings are important, and everything, but come on. I'll pay you $9.99 to watch Dynamite whenever I wanted to a month. Like, and so, you know, like, give me a number. And I was talking to another guy who was like, oh, you know, lived in Champaign way longer than I have who had Tony Khan stories. So, yeah, I, I say, as I venture out into the world of Champaign Urbana, I will pick up the occasional Tony story. And yeah. is, they're interesting. Yes. Um, so. But it's like, uh, so I had, but New Japan's like, they're not on Apple TV and they're not on any other, any other app, but they're on Amazon. So I decided to watch Okada versus Sonata last night. Oh, And it's like, it was a great match. I'm surprised they uh, put Sonata over with one, uh, one of his finishers. Like it's Okada, like. Yeah. He gets he gets a kick out of one of them, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's like it it'll be interesting because I do my own little blogs, the disgruntled wrestling real real world champions blog. <laughs> like, Roman Roman Reigns has been the successful poser champion for the past going on three years now. Oh, don't get me started. Like, like it was a. Uh, Current current disgruntled champion is MJF. Yeah. Uh, it then it was Jay White. Yeah. So when when Okada beat him, like, no, I'm not going to give a title swap. Like, so that's why it went to MJF, and then I put it on Claudio for a bit. I think Jericho may have it a reign, and it's still like, no, screw the WWE. <laughs> the Universal Title never meant anything. They they tried. I will give them. A, they try. Yes. Now the moment you figure, well, we got to get Goldberg on the card somewhere. That was pretty much when everything started to go south. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the new world championship belt? I don't think it's uh, as bad as everybody said. No, I mean they're obviously trying to go back to the big gold belt. Yeah, I like the lion with, the obli- with an obligatory. If it wasn't bat- a. If it wasn't three a really big like if it wasn't like three D, yeah, I would say it's not even the fact that it's on there. The fact that it's it's coming off the title. Like, if they yeah. just sort of engraved it in there, that would have been fine. Have you not seen TNA's titles? Like, like those look good until you put the yeah. silver TNA on top of like. Oh yeah, let's play. Like oh, that's a great plate. Yeah. Super glue a logo over that shit. Jeez. 
never mind you're with endeavor now yeah i mean i don't i don't like the current uh ufc belts but they're sound i haven't seen ufc stuff it's only i know what the new belts look like oh so yeah they're not um nothing to shout home about um i do like so my ufc i do have a use old ufc championship belt we're talking the you know um we're not going back to the white (laughs) white guy yeah no not no not that one but, but like the one that couture carried yeah stuff. right the, the big I, one it had a ufc logo on it yeah. that wasn't bad yeah yeah so i i did like so that that's that's stupidity of indie wrestling i should say so uh back in 2004 as i'm going through my transition like i should really be moving to philadelphia uh instead of entertaining my the people i got to know yeah um the uh like oh well they just fired the, fired our guy he wants to start a promotion i think we can do something and it's like all right well i can come up with the funds at the time pre-heroin addiction which wasn't mine <laughs> it's like yeah, all right and that's like okay we got the idea yeah cool 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 all right well i can get a cheap title belt right now so I have the championship belt, which we were going to go paint over or whatever, but it's a UFC <laughs> championship that I got for under 150 bucks off high spots. So, um, yeah, and I do have a replica belt collection now. Like, I got the NWA television championship. We're talking the red strap. Yes. And the unauthorized logos of the networks. And I do have an FTW championship belt. The wing, winged eagle FTW championship. Though. Oh wow! Yeah, so keep meaning to bring that out to like trivia night, like especially the FTW. It's like, yeah, screw you. We know we're the champions. <laughs> All right, so yeah, okay. So got the Colossus. Here is the thing though about this movie, and I think the influence it had. This did inspire my ex girlfriend's pizza order. The olives and pineapple. Yes. Okay. It it makes sense to me. Like I never, I never, I'm not an olive guy, but I see. I'm not either. Now ham and pineapple pizza. I will eat that all day every day. Yeah, but I'm anti pineapple in general. Like no. on pizza, on pizza. No, uh, like I said, you know, I'm still your I'm friend. Not... But I don't know why, but that take. I mean, no, it's more of a principle thing. Sure. Like, I've eaten plenty of pineapple on pizza. I'm not denying that. We had a vegetarian back, like in hotels, like hotel, like pizza delivery places will give you a one topping pizza if you sell some, you know, if you, if they come and deliver so many pizzas. And I had a vegetarian coworker. So pineapple it was. And there you go. I'm not saying it was bad. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's like salted caramel. Like, I want that. Like, so in theory, I have not. I was to say I'm not an olive guy, but in theory, this makes more sense to me. I, I I agree. In theory, it does. But no, I'm I'm a like I actually that brings me up to a conversation I had. Like, I have one one uh, day I came back to work and I have a like my most reliable coworker is gay, and like may have gone to Chick Fil A, and it's like. Yeah, forgive me, Cody, for I have sinned. 
eh, well, well, I don't know. And then it's like, well, look, it could be said that killing is a hateful act in general. So I hate chickens. And <laughs> so, no, I don't. I love chickens for the wrong reasons, <laughs> I guess. But if hate, if, if murder is a hateful act, then it's like, why not add that extra level of hate? Well, let, hate. Let, me, let me channel my Briscoe brothers here for a minute. Um, oh, as, a, as a guy who's raised chickens, mm. it makes me enjoy that chicken sandwich oh so much more. Right. Well, chickens are dicks. <laughs> oh, I guess that's how they should. That's how Chick Fil A should be selling their product now. Yeah, don't. Like, I mean, the, the stuff with the cows is funny, but just say, hey, chickens are jerks. Yeah. Um, well, no, I'm just like saying, like, oh, you might hate homosexuals, but have you stopped? Have you ever been chased by a chicken, chicken? through the barnyard and got your leg cut the heck up? Yeah, that's what real hate is. That's what hate is. I, I, the most hateful thing I have about Chick Fil A is them selling ad time on Sundays. Like, yeah, if I can't go, if I can't go get some nuggets on Sundays, keep your stuff. Yeah, keep your stuff on yeah. TV. Right. So, okay. Yeah. You, you you don't get the market during NFL games. No, right. No, 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 no. Can't wait for Raisin Canes to finally open downtown. Oh, I mean, dude. oh, I'm. I, I've only been the I've only been the one once. It was the one up uh, by Wrigley last year. We went there after the game, and yeah, my my wife is like honestly said like, hey, you want to drive up there so we can go to Raisin Canes? Like the 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 worst traffic in the world to me is in chicago and i have been through atlanta i have been through st louis and i've drove in the middle east i felt safer in the middle east than i do in chicago oh you see i guess i just got used to it from my time wrestling wise like i think that's all it is i think the people that are from there they they just become (laughs) numb to it and that's fine you know adapt to your environment right i'm from a town of a thousand people and one and a half stoplights that ain't right no (laughs) i know i as I say, if I wasn't in the wrestling business, and uh, no, I would not have. Uh, like, yeah, it's. Uh, let's just say this: I know they had them in the Quad Cities. So my little brother drove to a Racing Canes with some friends on a whim once, just because. Oh yeah, we'll we'll drive to Moline <laughs> to get we, this we, chicken. We dr- we will drive. We'll get a, a wild hair, and we'll drive all the way down to Springfield to go to Bone Corral. Oh, I'll drive the Springfield for Hooters. That's the only one left around. Yeah, they got rid of the and one here, here in Champaign area. Yeah, and, I, and Peoria and Bloomington. I'm. I, I just as love, I got out of my twenties, I kind of got over the whole Hooters thing. I guess. I mean, the I food's get, okay. The ambiance is whatever. Oh well, no, I'm not there for the ambiance. I like thickly fried wings and a sauce that is really inoffensive i mean it's good depending on which one you get well i'm just no i'll i always do three mile three three mile island and it's like they call this hot i did the what is the i think i did the one above three mile i think three miles the worst the i thought there was was one above it i thought nine three mile nine eleven well, if it's three miles the worst, then you're going to take umbrage with me over my next statement. I ate a plate of those. They tasted like battery acid. And I went to the comedy show I was supposed to be doing and oh. all over behind Soma. 
Okay. Uh, uh, no, I'm not taking homage because it's still Hooters. Like, I'm not questioning that is a diarrhea factory, as Robot Chicken I, I pointed sw- out. I swear, Three Mile, if that was the sauce today, I swear they just got that the bomb stuff from Hot Ones, which <laughs> tastes like butt because I've had that one too. Mm. No, I, I can't really say I've ever, like, no, that's my go to. Um, I'm not saying my the back end does not regret it. Oh yeah, but I'm saying eh, it goes down pretty easy. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So no, I do miss Hooters. Uh, so, but um, no, I anybody who says anything negative about Hooters, they're not wrong. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Right. So, um, it's an easier sell to my sister when we we're driving back from Chicago because it's like. I don't know what she's going to do once I get this raising canes in the same parking lot as my job. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you want to stop in Juliet to pick up raising canes? No, I had that last night. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. I drive her up to Chicago for all the cons. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we're a little all over the place, but uh, that's what makes yeah. her a good podcast, honestly. And honestly, that's kind of par with the course for Deadpool because yes. I mean, he's all over the place with his pop right. No, references. that's oh, that's the entire like that's we're having the conversation. It's like, well, I got to do a little research, but it's like, I think Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool, more importantly, would respect the concept that like, screw your post credit sequence. Which, I mean, it, it, all that really was was just a really nice little teaser saying like, hey, yeah, we're doing a sequel, which I love the fact that they announced the day before the movie came out that they were doing the sequel. Mm-hmm. And then they, they had that little, you know, nice little nugget tucked in there and like, oh, yeah, we're doing it. I do want to see what Kira Knightley's cable would have been. I saw some, um, you know, people did concept pictures back then. Now you just type in AI. And yeah. 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 I saw some concept pictures. I didn't hate it. Yeah. Uh, so. Don't um, wonder the concept pictures were all. No. Like, I, like, I, I honestly don't think that would have been a bad idea. No, no. I mean, I, I, I think uh, Josh Brolin's an excellent actor. It's. Like if he would have won, I didn't support- have a I didn't have a problem with Brolin doing it. It was, I mean, you know, and they made the joke in the movie. Yeah. It was weird. Was weird that Thanos was doing Cable, right? Yeah, but it's like, yeah, it's. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, it's uh, so. But thinking of things I've missed so far, it's like, uh, and I should have brought this up when we were talking about montages. I, was, I think I may have. It's like. The best sex scenes are in montages. In my fact opinion, that they did a year-long coital romp in yeah. the holidays. I mean, this was—I mean, that was what probably a two, two and a half minute sex montage. Yeah, I mean that's. Just, but I'm just saying, like, it moves the story along. That's why I've always yeah, bitched. It, 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 it let us establish that you know these characters are wild about each other, and it's been yeah. like a year later. Right, and I mean, it, I wrote a blog basically saying sex scenes are just the act of laziness for yes. a writer. And coitus. Right. Right, I don't have to write two pages here. Like, yeah. Like, uh, but this, but this one was so funny. It's like, yeah. okay, how can we tie this holiday into Nookie? Right. How can we tie it to this one? Yes, yes. And that's why I'll like go back to Monsters Ball. Like, that is one of the few like that's a necessary sex scene 
Yes. Um, because that, that one conveys a lot of emotion, a lot of pain. A lot of right. But it was like when I wrote the blog way back in 2007, it's like this is after I'm trying to watch Cyborg 2. Uh, with uh, that was Angelina's official th- film debut, Angelina Jolie. So, yeah, yeah, and it's like I'm amazed that Elias Cotius, Casey Jones is the guy who yes. gets to fondle her boobs in this scene. It's like, no, no, let's keep this story going. Like, yeah, I want to, I want to see if um, Jack Palance ends up meeting up with um. Oh, he's just such a creepy looking actor. He was a uh, Frank. Um, was it Nero in uh, freaking The Untouchables? Oh, um, Billy, Billy Drago. Yes. Yeah, it's like I know he was the villain in uh like the I think his first leading role, not leading role, but like main role was Delta Force Two. Wow. Yeah, it's like as the uh, drug kingpin. I really do need to get Delta Force 2 another watch just because of Billy Drago, honestly. Like, I tried watching Delta Force one night. It's like, oh gosh, this is Israeli propaganda to a new extreme. And yes, I know it's a canon movie, but like, yeah, we're. Delta, 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 like, uh, well, when I was uh, studying um, Taekwondo, I started at school, the Lawrence Black Belt Academy, which eventually became Eastern World uh, in Morton. And it was like, um, a lot of people called a guy who started the school, Robert Lawrence, a uh, con man. It's like, eh, that goes with any kind of combat sport, sadly. Right. <laughs> uh, but he, like, had relations with a kickboxer named uh i think it was bad brad hefton and then like the first time i ever watched him fight he got his ass kicked and it's like that's my school uh, but i was nine at the time it was like my parent my dad would not let me watch actual combat sports but he would let me watch professional wrestling like i think he was trying to teach me early on fake versus real right. <laughs> and you should not encourage real right which i can respect like but it's like no i mean i don't know i've gone on so many rants um like oh i'm a big football fan yeah no i i like soccer just because <laughs> one you actually use your feet <laughs> yeah and i like I love I honestly I love a lot of the XFL rule set. My little my little nephew was watching a game and it's like, why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? It's like Well, because they're like because in the XFL you get the one point conversion from the two point the two two yard line. Yeah. Two point from the five, three point from the ten. Okay. And they kind of discourage kicking the ball at all. And it's like oh. yeah. So nobody's running into each other they also have the oh you could instead of the onside kick you can have fourth and 25 from your 20 i didn't know they did all that yeah so 
Do you convert a first? I remember back in the original. Oh, no, that was all about the violence. Like, well, yeah, because they didn't do a coin flip. They did that wonderful game we used to do at recess. Kill the guy with the ball. Right. Yes. And I think it was after the first week. It's like, oh, we actually no more. Yeah. The first the first time they did it on the very first game, dude, like broke his collarbone and dislocated his shoulder. It's like, come on. Like, we haven't even gotten one play of the game, and this guy's out for the rest of the season, yeah. if not seriously jacked up forever. Right. Yeah. No, it's, but that's my thing. It's like combat sports. These are two people looking not to get killed and to kill their, kill their opponent. Granted, yeah. somebody want you know, we're hoping somebody dies, but at least everybody knows what they're looking for. Right. Football is like we're hoping somebody dies, and usually that means they're not going to see it coming. Yeah. Or if they see it coming, they dodge it in some miraculous way. Yeah. So it's like we're really that is car crashes. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. You're. You're. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love watching football. I played. I'm not football. saying, and I I played football, and I've gotten more injuries from all my combat sports experience. But, but, at the, but at the same time, yes. Like I, I knew you, what you, I was looking. I knew what could happen. Yeah, and you, but yeah, like when you watch these gigantic people running into each other at speeds that people should not be moving at in the first place. Yeah. Oh no, I I like, and I say that about hockey. I wish we didn't have helmets in hockey. It's like you want more scoring in the sport. Don't give them all that protection because they're going to do stupid stuff like dive in front of a slap shot. Yeah. Like, oh, because I can do it because I'm protected. No, you're not protected. Like, like if I shot you, if I shot you and you had your Kevlar ball cap on. It's still going to hurt. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I I, I mean, I, I get why they wear so much protective stuff in hockey because you do have that little rubber puck flying around at a million miles an hour and right. this, that, and the other. And, and absolutely, the goalie needs to be wearing 50 pounds of foam rubber. I mean, no, let's, no question let's about not, that. Let's yeah. not debate. Yeah, the goalie yeah. should be there with the Kevlar Captain America shield. Right. No, that's that should be a that should be a minor league levels. A goaltender yeah, with a like, shield. Take 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 away the stick. stick give yeah. a big shield. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's uh. So missing a lot of details, and they're about to the finale on the screen. Um, I do really dig the concept of Sister Margaret's. Yeah. Um. I think I think that does uh go back to the comic. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, we have you know this aban- abandoned orphanage has now become a bar for, for mercenaries, right? And most of the mercenaries are cool. These are the guys I'd like to hang out with. Like, yeah, I mean, you yeah, know. These, these these are the same dudes I have hung out with and drank with in every dive bar in America. Yeah, no, I mean, Booth and Buck. Yeah, they got their yes. little, but you know, they're cool with each other after all. Oh yeah, that. they're cool yeah. with each other at the end of the day, and it's like. That brings you up to the stalking bit. As I say, I was obsessed with a girl, but it's not like I did any threats or anything. Jeez. Right. Where the hell did we get there? Like, dude, I did not win Christina Wenger's attention in high school. And I blame myself. I wasn't good enough. Sure. 
to go and threaten somebody like you yeah. will you will love me it's like dude you no you 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 lost like i i i I admit, you know, I acknowledge the people saying, no, you should, t- if a girl tells you no, you should never bother them again. It's like, yes, I get you're right, but it's kind of like, but then you're giving up on yourself, man. Like, I tried my best to be, all right, how do I make myself better to win said right. girl over? And that's not what you should do. You shouldn't be trying to do, change yourself for a girl. Again, codependency issues. But, you know, as long as I feel better about myself for doing something, it's like, you know, I eventually learned that, you know, it's like, oh, well, no, I'm a better person anyhow. So I'll, you know, keep moving on. Oh, she's single. Well, let me get my pitch ready. (laughs) But (laughs) and and the biggest kicker about that was like the girl I did fall in love with and eventually died of a heroin overdose it's like oh you were in this you were in junior high with me for one year when i was obsessing over this other girl (laughs) (laughs) fudge (laughs) uh so but yeah no i think it should be standard operating procedure though if uh especially with buck or fat guy fat gandalf as they called him i when buck you know she um Vanessa has him by the balls and it's like yes Hakuna the Tatas Hakuna his tatas. yeah yeah but you know he's first says I'm sorry I don't have a filter and then she tightens the grip it's like yeah yes <laughs> like that's no excuse you say you're sorry you acknowledge you yes. did something wrong you don't try to justify I think that's a good lesson I think that should be standard operating procedure at least in bars Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, bars are like the hockey rink. We should be able to enforce enforce it ourselves. Yeah, there you go. I'm down with that. Yeah, I mean, let the bartender assign five minutes and two minutes accordingly. I got put out in a timeout once for saying, oh, you got served. (laughs) It was a two-minute. It was a minor. But, minor minor infraction. Yeah. Minor infraction. I acknowledge that I I earned it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh here's just a random question. Is there such a thing as a good TGI Friday? Sorry, Jacksonville. And sorry to the elite. Which yeah. I I mean I've never really had a great uh not to say we have them around Central Illinois anymore, but no, because we yeah they they got rid of the one in Urbana. That's where our champagne right. That's where yeah. raising hands is going. Um, uh, raising Canes is going across. No, that was the Applebee's. Oh, they, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. I got it mixed up. No, I was never an Applebee's fan anyhow. So, but like, yeah, I don't have a whole lot of TJI Fridays experiences. They're okay. Yeah, I mean, not worth boasting about on your special forces trip i suppose and i hope he did not kill bob no well he headbutted bob he headbutted him but i mean yeah i think he just headbutted him laid him in his nice little love note to francis yeah and just like okay go home and rethink your life say hi to the the kids for me right so it's uh, but when I did make a note like oh sex scenes are best in montages i'll go back to actually uh 
an old Brandon Lee movie again, uh, Rapid Fire. I don't remember that one. Okay, so that's uh, Brandon Lee is a student who ends up witnessing a murder involving the triads okay. and the and the Italian mafia. He gets like sent to Chicago because that's going to where he'll pro he'll uh, like basically he's going to get blackmailed. Like, oh, you kicked so much ass here. Like, you don't think we can charge you with stuff for during this fight? Right, right, right. So you're gonna you're going to. Um, uh, what is it to uh, you're going to testify against this mob boss you saw kill this guy and eventually power booth knows like oh everything's screwed so he's the fbi bi agent not playing by the rules one of those saves his gotcha. butt yeah it was early 90s uh granted everything brandon lee would have done would have been early 90s yeah but <laughs> um you know there's a sex scene after they go and catch that mob boss and then it's like well he's got to go and get out uh, well they got to either the triads are have a violent segment where they're killing off everybody and the italian mob and the jail and such while brandon lee's getting luffy, lucky right <laughs> it's like yeah no no movies the story is still moving along yeah it's not is that this hey here's a two-minute break for gratuitous nookie yep now we resume our film no the film right. is still happening well, dude's getting nooky. Yeah. Um, but this is bring me up as my notes. It's like this is the again, it's like this is the one of the after this time it's like, oh, that's why Regina runs with rhymes with fun. Yes. Yeah. Catching that one. Like, oh that's how you say vagina without saying a vagina. Exactly. Uh, so let's see. Um, so I guess we should address TJ Miller. I mean, one weasel is kind of as much in as breaking the fourth wall as Wade is. Agreed. Like, like, uh, do, you know, when he introduces Agent Smith, mm-hmm. like, uh, here's his card. I guess this might further the plot. Further the plot. Uh, yeah. Um, I like again. I don't have any serious hate for TJ Miller or the character. No, I do like. By the time we get to the second one, though, when someone sets him up to say something, Wade goes, "Oh God, no!" Yes, yeah, they were wait. Like, gosh, uh, I'm sure Reynolds is an uncredited writer, if anything. Oh, he, uh, no, he's he's gone so far as to be a credited writer. I... Let's see. I mean, at least I got, in the second one, I know he was. He, well, I got Deadpool three writing credits. Rob Field, yeah. Uh, Wendy Molino, yeah. Lindsay Molino, yeah. No, they're they're great comedians. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's got a co writer on three at least. <laughs> um, it's just one of those weird things. Like, how did Ryan Reynolds know this was who he was? Like this character was established in 1991. He would have been 20. He's was born in 75. He would, so yeah, he would. Been 20. He been 20 yet? Yeah, it's like um, that. Actually, goes back to one of his first comic book roles. Um, we talked about X Men Wolverine, Wolverine, but we did not talk about Blade Trinity. Yeah, well, I. Do we really ever want to talk about Blade? No, Trinity? but we are. Triple H was one... Triple H was good in it for we what he was. For this yeah. one reason, 
as, as they, they're they're explaining the character to him, someone hands him a couple of Deadpool comics. He goes, oh, "This okay. is who you're really playing." All right. But, and you, you kind of see like the genesis of that when he's playing around with the Hannibal King character. So by the time, so by the time you know, like a year or two later, when they're casting for X Men Origins, they already had Ryan in mind. That's why okay. they in the comic books. All right. All right. Oh, there we go. So, all right. I mean, no, you can't kill Whistler at the beginning of the movie. Like, no, that was wrong. Especially when you took so much time to bring him back for the second and, one. Yeah, yeah, we kill him in the first one. We'll bring him back in the second one, mess them up a little bit, and then kill him in the first twenty minutes. No, it's like, yeah, I know. Like John Wick did it right. Like. Everybody says, oh, it's a, you know, everything's got to be a trilogy. And John Wick Chapter 3, it's like, all right, well, he beat the high table. Yeah, nah. Pop, pop. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, yeah. And John Wick 4 did it right. Like, okay, we could probably keep this going, but, you know, we're just going to do an we extra long. If we wanted to. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, John Wick 4 is a four and a half star movie. I'm going, I'm waiting for it to land up at my other job's uh, new release shelf and pardon everybody who was hoping to get a steel book. (laughs) Not after me. Thank you. Uh, So, all right. So let's see. Uh, This was one, honestly, this last couple of showings is like the first time I got the shake wake joke. Totally. Like, this is not a, like, I'd say you're selling an info, you're, it's an infomercial, except not a good infomercial, like, Slapshot, like, doing the entire, yeah, I'm slate. All right. Uh, The first fight with, the fight with Colossus, was that an ode to the Black Knight? I can definitely see how it could be considered one. Yeah. Like, Whether it is or not, I don't have the answer to that. But right. I can definitely see how it could be. Yeah. This is but a scratch. Yeah. Now, all right, big boy, it's only as worse for you. All right. Uh, here's an important one, I think. Uh, was all of Wade Wilson's paranoia about his looks in his head? Because you don't see anybody actually say, oh, God, what you. There's there's that one there is that one scene where he's following Vanessa and there's some yeah. people kind of looking at him but is right it, is, it, is that how they are looking at him or is that how he's imagining right him? exactly that's what I'm saying uh, it's like I mean it's this is supposed to be New York I suppose because X Men I don't know how they get the SR seventy one to I mean yeah it goes Mach three but that's still an hour and a half to Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, which there's a legit, the strip club is from Vancouver. And, uh, and since we have brought up the strip club, we'd be remiss not to bring up Stanley's favorite cameo he's ever done. His words, not mine. Yeah. He's like, yes. And, and the fact that he was just, just being classic Stanley, like, I wish the scene could have went longer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, but it, it's weird though. You get blurred uh, women below the waist, at least front side in that scene. Yes, like it's an R-rated movie. It, it, it's not like that's be, there's anything interesting being done. Well, 
as a strip club fan, I mean, there could have been, but <laughs> as a guy who used to live in a crappy little old nude strip club in Kentucky, mm. yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm I'm a guy who's like, where have you been? They have a cot for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay. Um. So yeah, it's like uh, no, I mean that's like, I don't know. Stan Lee's done. It, it's it's fun when you get Stanley just like I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> yes, it's uh, that's one thing I learned from uh, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old the Live podcast. Sorry, I'm not subscribing to Smodcast. Yeah, um, no, it's a money thing, Kevin. <laughs> um, so it was cool cool to see it live. Uh, that's what got me into the Universal Life Church. I am a ordained minister of that yes i am an atheist and when kevin smith did the uh ceremony for the in the wedding they had at that podcast it was yes uh, the uh vows were according to the green lantern Corps. yes so, so yeah i don't know what like i imagine smith's got to be a big catholic regardless like or at least a practicing he he says the only time he goes to church is um, the day before starting a new flick. He'll go. He'll pull into the parking lot. He don't even go in. He pulls yeah. into the parking lot. He prays. He bails. Right. No, that's why. Uh, like I had a brief period where it's like I'm trying to figure out religion and everything. So it's like, oh, you know, I'm not saying Jesus was bad. Like I think all the teachings are great from Jesus. But then he referenced, you know, but everybody says, well, it came from the Old Testament. They started with the Old Testament. It's like, no, 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 don't don't read that book <laughs> or set of books, I should say. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yes, it gave me the girl with the dragon tattoo trilogy. But <laughs> no, um, but no, one time I was going to I went to Temple and it's like, well, I remember Garden State and they go through the entire bit like oh yeah you know they build the temples to allow them to really fill it out during jewish holidays but most people don't go and it's like i'm sitting waiting and it's like gosh there's not a lot of people here like i did not like i wanted to see temple i did not want to get introduced to the entire congregation in one day right you know i don't want to be that personal it's like yeah i'm bailing <laughs> and then then it was uh my little brother my sorry my nephew's uh baptism and they go through the old testament uh lesson and it's like ezekiel and it was basically like you're telling me god needs fans like liam neeson's hercules i'm sorry zeus needed fans in the freaking clash of the titans yeah no i'm out (laughs) at least at least on uh this at least this this faith and then I discovered atheism eventually. So, yeah, but it's like, um, let's see. Oh, here's a question because I have it listed under my longest first act in cinema. Um, hashtag drive by. <laughs> All right. If Wade Wilson can constantly heal. Would his bowels even allow for him to be in a position where he'd have to fart? I would say yes, because it's still a necessary component of human biology to expo- to get rid of uh, excess gas. 
I, I guess you're right there. I'm just saying it's I like... I guess it's just the breaking down of food he still eats, so yeah. Right, but I'm just saying, like, I've just dealt with enough gassy people. It's like, dude, you're not living healthy. And I'm just saying that Wade Wilson is, if he likes it or not, is healthy. Right, but he does eat tacos and chimichangas a lot. Well, I didn't... No, yeah. No, there you go. It's... Um, all right. Okay, so uh, here's a question. Chicago versus Wham. I'm going to go Wham. I don't know. It's like... I mean, they're both good. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm going Wham. And Wham was just an album. That's just it. But we're still talking about it. Yeah. All right. No, that's that's fair. I mean... Chicago never had Wake Me Up Before You Go, Cal. And Chicago is not responsible for one of the funniest games you can play during the holiday season. Ah, okay. I'm curious. That game oh, you, is... Oh, you're not familiar with Whamageddon? No, I'm not. Okay, Whamageddon is... It starts on December 1st. You just try to... You, all you do is just try to live your life. But the second you hear... Last Christmas by Wham. That version exclusively, you're out of the game. Oh, okay. And you know, people get pools going with their buddies, you know, the championship belts like they do in fantasy football, you know, stuff like yeah. People can get people get funny with it. It's quite it's quite interesting. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, that definitely. All right. Uh let's see. Uh heel fat heel factor of Deadpool versus the extreme re- reflex reactions and no pain of Ajax. I'm sorry. Let me correct that. Francis. And I, I don't know if you can choose one because that's what makes that final fight scene so great in the fact that they can do whatever they want in that fight scene because one of them can't die and the other one can't feel any of it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why you got axes to the head and knives going through this and being thrown against um, forklifts and, like, mm-hmm. just a very good ultra-violent fight scene because you can. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's That kind of brings the end, though, with the fact that Ajax can't feel pain. It's like the moment Colossus tries his hero monologue. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you see Ajax, like, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot I mean, me in the he head. Can't feel it, but he, he knows his body's wrecked. Yeah. He knows he's a dead dude anyway. You're right. It's like. So he just, yeah, he just leans that head that, up on that. Yeah. Like, Come on, big boy. Five pounds of pressure. <laughs> right. And uh, just a note on something that qualifies similar concept Dark Man. Hmm. I mean, it goes back to Sam Raimi and Spider-Man. The like, basically, Dark Man was created because he couldn't get the rights to a comic book movie. Yes. at the time, and like, so make your own. Yeah, I mean, no, and that's like, comic book movies. Like, you had the Batman mm-hmm. and Batman Returns, and then it's like nothing till Blade. That's not entirely true. I mean, you, you got like you had steel thrown in there. Um, you know, they 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 would throw in some. I mean, minor, I like know, 
I liked I like Tank Girl. I I've bought it a yeah, couple of Tank times. Girl, we, had, we had the Phantom, eh, the Shadow. We had, we, we had the Shadow. You know, we we had. But Russell, movies. yeah. But I'm just saying, Russell McKay did not like. You put sand in any Russell McKay movie. He's the guy who directed the original Highlander ah. and Highlander Two. I'm just saying, we start Highlander Two on the desert planet of Zeist. Yeah, it was like. Gosh, no. And then you had he did a mummy movie, which of course not gonna watch it. There's plenty of sand, I know that. Yeah. And he did a movie called Resurrection, which is really screwed up and definitely something that, yeah, wasn't gonna sell in the theaters, but um, like basically a guy trying to uh reform Jesus by killing people who were sinners but had the names of apostles oh. and piecing the body pieces together so weird weird ass movie but it's like all right this is yeah i can see that and you got christopher lambeer i i'm there for his lambeer's laugh ever yeah anyway, oh yeah yeah <laughs> like i think he mispronounced glenmorian g in highlander too but in highlander comma two yes Okay. Uh, yeah, was that the Freebirds only appearance? Like, did they successfully film the only appearance the Freebirds ever had at Madison Square Garden? I think so. Yeah. So I know Andre got him fired like right away. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah, but Dark Man, I mean, it's a similar character to Deadpool in, in a sense, you know. Yeah. It's all about him not looking good is the entire motivation. Yeah. So. I mean, if we could have worked Bruce Campbell into Deadpool. I don't know if the world's ready for that, but I'm down for it. All right. Well, I mean, hopefully Deadpool 3 makes a lot of money and I can start writing. (laughs) All right. Here's where you put Bruce in. (laughs) Exactly. And that's a question I have not seen No Way Home. And the only reason I watched No Way Home was because like, you know, into the Spider-Verse was interesting sure. enough. Like, oh right, yeah, I can I can skip four five four movies I did not watch and probably get into this. Which I say into the Spider-Verse successfully did when they like, oh yeah, that was my weird phase when they yeah. ref- referenced uh, emo Peter. <laughs> like, yes. Um so yeah, it's a. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Like that's that's just we're gonna be my big question now. Is like how do we put Bill Camp, uh, Bruce Campbell into the MCU? It's like, well, he, he it, it was a Sam Raimi movie, so he, he did have a he did have his cameo. Oh, and uh, he was in uh, Multiverse. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, there. See, this is what Disney has to sell us on all these movies. It's like. And we're going to introduce you to the new set of superheroes for the next Marvel movies. It's like, yes. Yeah, I I could give, like, I was not a, I knew a lot of people who are Rob Stark fans. Me? No. John Stowe was far more interesting. Yeah. Rob Stark was just prettier. (laughs) Um, Or, let's see. Shang Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. It's like, why don't you put 
Oh, and we bring Ben Kingsley back for this movie. Yeah. That would have sold me on it instead of yeah. like, like, I don't know. If I want a Hong Kong action movie, I'll just watch a Hong Kong action movie. It was a really good it was a really good movie though. Oh no, no, no. I've heard nobody say anything bad about Shang-Chi. It's just, you know. That that that's all I'm saying. It's like you can't give us strangers, I suppose. Like Yeah. Captain America. Everybody knew Cap. Yeah. Everybody knew the Hulk. Iron Man, yeah, he's he honestly was not that highly rated, I guess you would say, in Marvel yeah. characters. But, you know, we kind of knew of Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we were familiar. Right. Guardians of the Galaxy is the, the, the uh, anomaly in that. Yeah. And, and nobody in that, in that first wave, that was really the one. You, yeah. Even Ant Man had like some kind of a footing. Right. Like, yeah. By the time you get to Guardians, like, who the yeah. hell? Yeah. Like the, the tree and the raccoon talk. Yeah, I mean it made. I mean it was. It's probably going to be my favorite of the first wave. Just oh, it does. Like oh, every so it's a space opera, but everybody's Han Solo. Yeah, which is the entire reason they. I like the prequel trilogies of Star Wars, but it could have used a Han Solo. Yes. Like that's just it. Nobody, everybody was a freaking monk, and it's like. Yeah, like even thirty six chamber of Shaolin, we had like the guy went to the Shaolin. And it's like we knew he wasn't a pure guy, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I don't know. I now great now now I'm further pumped for uh, Deadpool three, and I still got to wait another bloody fifteen months for that one. Yeah. <laughs> And I do have a Deadpool shirt. I did not know this was going to be a. <laughs> a um, uh, this is one of many. I own probably 20, 30 some Deadpool t shirts. Oh, I I did hold myself on Deadpool a bit. I, I don't know. I was into. I had my period where I was uh, into ripped, ripped apparel, shirt punch, and T Fury, where it's like limited to different t shirts for. Like only available for one day, twelve dollars. Yeah, yeah. My mom hates it again. Yeah, when I bring my laundry. If you buy another T-shirt, mom, I haven't bought a T-shirt in God knows how long. I don't recognize all these T-shirts. I bought a lot of T-shirts five years ago, mom. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying there wasn't a problem at some point, <laughs> but it's it's cheaper than baseball cards. Jeez, no kidding. Yeah. Like that's that's just it. It's like you'd rather I take up space somewhere. <laughs> yes, I like to collect shit. Come on. <laughs> the only problem with collecting stuff is that you should really prep yourself to sell it. Like Yes. You you have to have an exit strategy. Like, yeah, I I have a Superman Red Sun Funko Pop. I bought for like sixty dollars. I think it's going for two now. You know, two hundred now. It's like, do I really? But it's it's communist Superman. Like, <laughs> how do I part with that? I mean, Lord knows what my CM Punk WWE Funko Pop is going for right now. 
Who knows? Yeah, it's just well, a quick surge, and I'll know. But it's like right. So, all right. Well, definitely a lot of fun talking about. Uh, like, I don't know when it comes to comic book movies. It's, I'm sure I saw something that made me say there was something better than Kick Ass, but. For me, uh, it's kind of boils down to something I I posted online after this movie came out. Hmm. I had no like I, I was so apprehensive when I heard that they were making this movie because okay. I'm a big fan of the character. You know, comic book movies have been known to kind of like screwish stuff. And um, the closer we got to the movie, the more those apprehensions went away. When I would hear like, oh, they did this and they're doing this and that. And then I saw the movie, and it's the very first movie. Like as soon as the credits started rolling, because we went and saw it on opening day. All right. I looked at my wife, and I was like, "We're coming back tomorrow." Kind of a question, kind of not really. And like, yeah, I, I loved everything about this movie. I think something I said in that uh, thing I wrote all those years ago was, it took my expectations and like a Pat McAfee kick, booted those things all the way down field. Like, yeah, I, I can't say enough good things about this movie. This was definitely probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Yep, and uh, like a Pat back of a kick, you better make sure you keep an eye on Pat. Yes. <laughs> like that, he was the ultimate asshole in football. I love me some Pat McAfee. I'm a Colts fan, so I love them on football. Oh, well, I, I, lo- I loved him before he even walked on the field for Indianapolis when he was arrested for allegedly, in his words, swimming in the Indianapolis Canal while very drunk one night. No, no, no. There's there's nothing to hate about Pat McAfee. It's just like, except except for the fact that he was a jacked punter. Yes. Like, dude, that he, just yeah, screams. He was such a jacked punter that when he started to mess around with professional wrestling, you didn't question it. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like when you see him lay a hit on somebody, it's like, oh yeah, that, you're yeah, up. That, that that yeah, that I know exactly what you're talking about. Where he would, he you know, he punted and like he's the last line of fence, and he lays him out. Yeah, no, you're a punter. Like, yeah, punt. Yeah, and he he didn't and he didn't lay him out with a well placed round the waist wrap up. No, he no, blew he them hit up on the shoulder block. Yeah. Punters are not supposed to take out people with shoulder blocks. No, no. And the fact <laughs> that, he start, that he starts the Conor McGregor strut off the field. Before Conor McGregor, thankfully. Oh. Sorry, I'm not a big Conor fan. I, proper, no, I'm not either. I was proper proper, proper number. It didn't help him that proper 12 is a shit whiskey. It, 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 if you, if you want to drink an Irish whiskey on the cheap, yeah. No, you just buy Jameson. It's about like it's not oh, that much yeah. more expensive. Like, no, it's like, oh, I'll save you. I'll save you three dollars. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> like, like, like I'll buy anything at my liquor store that has a tasting just to figure it out. Oh, no, yeah, we're, we're doing we're doing proper number twelve apple. Nah. No, nah. <laughs> is that a real thing? Yes, it is. Oh no, I'm not. No, I'm not down. No, no. I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge fan of when they start throwing flavors in the Irish whiskey like that. Jameson. No, Orange. no. Flavors are strictly an American thing. Yeah. Like, I have a fit. Like, 
there was a, another tasting the next week for Doughball whiskey, okay. uh, which is a cookie cookie dough flavored whiskey. I was saying, yeah, I was saying that's that cookie dough stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm curious. Yeah, I like Screwball peanut oh, yeah, butter like, whiskey. Like, yeah, you know, I I like like the Jack Daniel's honey and the Crown Royal apple. And right, it works for those. Yeah, it doesn't work with Irish. No, Irish whiskey is Irish whiskey. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I'm a Scotch guy anyhow, but it's like, yeah, it's just. See, I'm 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 a bourbon man, so. Oh, that's as is everybody in Central. Like that's the thing I gotta learn at my this <laughs> job. It's like, like no, I have not been, have not been drinking my Redemption. Uh, I picked that up for the last time we were supposed to podcast, and yes, uh, Redemption um, pre prohibition bourbon. Yes, one hundred three proof, and it's like, and now it's off the shelf, and it's like, oh shoot! Now I got something I I have to hold on to and not drink. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't cut out for that. I'm just like, but you know, with vodka, there's doesn't taste like anything. No. And, and then, see that, that, that's where that's where I go to with the vodka. Like there will be so many times, like oh, I want to drink this whiskey. And I don't really have a mixer. I don't want to do it straight. Like, vodka, you don't have that problem. No, you have exactly. any other type of liquid in the house. You have a mixer for vodka. Yeah, water is fine if it's a good vodka. Water, tea, milk, yeah. juice. Yeah, you got to like do it. Well, I don't know. There's some things like that rum serves better for, but sure. But again, it's like. Yeah, no. So, uh, but no, I'll, I'll. I don't. I'm not getting paid. Like, honestly, I was listening to the Art of Wrestling podcast. Sure. Uh, Cabana did a live show, and then he's like, live show concludes. He does his plugs and events, and then like ads play, and then he comes back on. Oh, you're still here? Well, yeah, I'm of course trying to get all the ads I can can into this show. <laughs> it's respect. If he only did a podcast every week, I'd pay for the Patreon. It's like exactly. I would not have Spotify if it wasn't for the same Obama podcast commercials constantly. They would have <laughs> if they had a variety of commercials, they'd been screwed because it's like, oh, that's interesting product. Okay, I suppose. No, I don't need to hear Michelle every three songs saying, "Listen <laughs> to your podcast." Thanks, Obama. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll I'll pay the ten dollars. I don't want to hear you again. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I think we've done enough yakking and joking about. Uh, it's five p.m., so we're just under two hours. Um, so we have, of course, uh, couch at Couchman Bakes on Twitter for Andrew's uh, social media. Uh, primarily though the TikTok star, yes. So, uh, is that still at, at uh, Couchman Bakes on TikTok or yes? Okay, because I know you had the class, the class squat. Yeah, I, I, I changed. I, I I went under one umbrella. I am the Couchman all over the place. Yeah, Couchman Bakes. Right. Oh yeah. No, I'm trying to fix everything now with that with Cat Bus Russ. It's like. It, you it, you have a lot more blanket area to cover than I do. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, now it's like trying to fix it. It's like, oh, shoot, I really got to kill the pod bead feed altogether. It's like, 
I think people will come regardless where I'm at, but <laughs> and ladies in general, but I digress. Yeah, there you go. Right. right. So uh yeah, so you can follow the podcast at Cat Bus Russ. You can find out what the next episode might be by listening to by following me on Letterbox, username CM Darth, the one I could not get over. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot, I really should have leaned like I did not have the like I quickly did a Star Wars gimmick wrestling wise because I had broken my right hand, uh right wrist, and then I started wearing a wrist brace over it and then watch jedi one night it's like yep just put the glove underneath that seth rollins stole it from me i'll stand by that (laughs) hey we're the same camp so i no, i've that one i've heard things about him i've I've heard i've heard he's he's an odd guy but he's not a bad guy (laughs) that's basically what i keep hearing yeah he's he's still a kid in a lot of ways come at me seth the, you, you know i'm shooter staley like that was that was my thing it's like oh somebody's trying to prove he's real shit <laughs> russ uh so uh otherwise if you want to be on the show uh send an email to russthebus07 at gmail.com that's r-u-s-s-t-h-e-b-u-s-0-7 at gmail.com offer me a movie a film a director an actor just try to focus on sub 100 minute material. The only thing I have not cracked is Milo's foreman of uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Man on the Moon fame. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but I will think, fig- well, now I think, now I already did the Jim Carrey episode. So it's like, ugh, missed that window. Like, oh, we'll talk about Jim Carrey's smaller movies. And oh, you wanted to talk about Man on the Moon, which. I was not that big on Man of the Moon, but I I appreciate it for what it was. Yes, yeah. you're right. No, if you want Milos Foreman, you go to the People versus Larry Flint. Yeah, that was a, that was an interesting movie. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. Yeah. Well, thank you. So obviously, rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast apps. Pod. Uh. Spotify is doing a lot to help this. So take the instant uh the in take the hit there <laughs> uh insinuation was the word folks thank you i hate it when i'm an english major and it's like <laughs> can't think of it not the automatic source so all right as i say state what you want to state in the review just the five stars like basically yeah give somebody five stars and tell them all the shit you hate about the show and that will probably encourage them to like, oh, well, this guy wants the help. He gave me the five stars. Gave me some ideas. <laughs> so otherwise, talk the shit about the show on Catbus at Catbus Russ on Twitter or you know, be hip, get on Mastodon at Russ Stevens at Mastodon.social. <laughs> so all right. Well, thank you very much, Andrew, for all of the time today. Uh, thanks for coming with me with this movie. And yeah, you know, truthfully, it's not like I don't need it. I don't like if I can get an excuse to watch Deadpool again. Exactly. And right, right. That that that's the beauty of this show. It's like, oh, you want me to watch this again? Let me figure it out. Yeah, twist my arm. Right. And I'll I'll get it taken care of. So 
All right. Uh, anything else you want to plug right now besides the uh, TikTok? Uh, so yeah, just follow me on TikTok and Twitter and um, like my stuff. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, Andrew. And uh, until next time. So, well, as I say, we got Dark Man. We still got to figure out Cosmatos affectionately, or I don't know we'll if you get that figured out. Yeah, that's like, that's like our our grand opus, right? Like, I just probably need just one more movie or so. We got Cobra. We got Rocky. And we got Rambo Two and Tombstone. Yeah, well, Tombstone is what we're working for. Right, right, right. That, that's yeah. what obviously I'll focus on. Right. Yeah, we got, we got, yeah, we got Cobra Rock. What? I can't think what else he did off the top of my head. I'd have, I'd have yeah. To, I'm, right. I'm, I'm gonna do that real fast. All right, come on. Eh, Michael Bean was in Leviathan. He only directed 10 movies. Come on. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a tough one. We're pretty much going to cover the entire filmography, like it or not. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, I don't know. I already did a Michael Bean podcast. Well, that's... Val Kilmer. When we, when, we, when we did the Big Trouble episode, we covered a lot of the John Carpenters. I mean, And, of course, you got Kurt Russell there, too. So, it's like... Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Powers Booth, I guess, might be the key. I would say uh, about Kilmer. Um, yeah. Even, heck, even um, Sam Elliott. Yeah, Michael Rooker was there. Because I could talk about Roadhouse all day long, too. So, I mean. Yeah. Oh, shoot, Roadhouse. Yeah, well, all right. That That's the next project is looking. How do we do Sam Elliott? <laughs> Thank you for smoking. Have you seen that, that one? Right. Oh, yeah, have, yeah. Yeah, so. All right. Well, we will work on that for next time. Uh, this will probably be dropping in a couple of weeks. Like, I want to try, okay. sure. you know, stretching, stretching things out. Like, oh, if I could actually bank stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Let me go and stop the recording. Sorry for. Oh, all right. Formal ending. Thank you, Sasha Harden, for looking after my ass the last 19 years, and hopefully you're squeezing the shit out of the one-eared angel skimble shakes. There we go. All right. Thank you very much again, Andrew. Hey, no problem, dude. All right. Can I hear a wahoo?